Ho, ho, ho! Merry Christmas, happy holidays, and season's greetings from Third Shift. I am your host, Santa Matt, and with me as always, it's the baldest elf from the lowest shelf, Eric. Eric, welcome to the show. Oh, hey, Santa Matt. Glad you had me here. You've been having me on that low shelf for years, and I'm so happy I could be here. (laughs) This is my time to shine. You're going to put me on the top shelf soon. (laughs) I don't don't know about that, dude. (laughs) Shut up and sit down. So this is our holiday special. We promised it to you guys. We've got some good holiday games we want to talk about. Anything else you want to uh, throw at the people? Maybe some holiday wishes, you know, something nice. Hey, you know what I do? You know, let's just go ahead and kick it off with that. I wish everybody out there a happy holidays, Merry Christmas, Hanukkahs, Kwanzaa's, all the good things. Yes. Whatever the heck you celebrate, I say happy that to you. And if you don't celebrate anything and you're a hater of life in general, well, have a happy, hateful day. <laughs> You know, I was just going to say happy that to I, you as well. I wish guy. you the best hateful day you've ever had. I hope you have the best one. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, it's, it's a good time of year. Friends, family, all that good stuff. Yeah. Make sure you get out there and enjoy it. If you've got no friends and you got no family, you know what? Enjoy yourself because you're awesome. I was just going to say, if you got no friends and family, then you can just treat yourself on Christmas. Hey, I'm mm-hmm. going to go get some Chinese food. I'm going to go watch a movie. I'm going to buy myself a badass present. There you go. It doesn't get much better than that. Exactly. I mean, honestly, it's the best form of doing anything anyways, treating yourself, because mm-hmm. you know exactly what you want. You ain't got to putz around, goof around. and Nope. Go get it. Do it. Be happy. That's right. Make a list for yourself. Check it twice, and then buy that thing for yourself. And there you go. Yeah. Well, you forgot that part. Have you been naughty or nice? Oh, it doesn't matter when you're just buying for yourself. That's Who right, cares? That's it. <laughs> the best part about it. Awesome. <laughs> uh, so let's roll into holiday games list. Favorite holiday games, which you like to play around this type of year. Favorite Christmassy type of games. I'll start it off quick because I've got a big old list. Starting off not even with a holiday game when we were like, yeah, let's put a holiday games list together. The first game that popped into my brain was Indigo Prophecy. And I went, that's got to be a holiday game, right? That's got to be set during the holidays, right? Nope, it's not. But I, I can tell you this, if you're dreaming of a white Christmas, by God, this game will give it to you. During this whole game, there's crazy low temperatures, there's massive amounts of snowfall, but that's all just a backdrop to this crazy, twisted David Cage-level story all about you know a murder that happens, and you also you play the murderer and the detectives chasing him, so you're kind of going back and forth. What you do as one affects the others, and it's really it really has nothing to do with the holidays, but for some reason, it popped in my brain when we said holiday games. It was just right there like a spark. So there it is. It's it's my number what four game on my holiday games list. And like I said, if you're missing some snow, this game will give you snow if nothing else. Yeah, that's true. I mean. We get plenty of it here, but I suppose if you live in that sort of world where there's no snow, maybe this will perk your fancy. Goodness gracious. You could be so happy watching your character, like, freezing. Freezing to death. I wish I could freeze to death, too. Exactly. I remember when I once froze to death. It was great. (laughs) Starting like you, this one has nothing to do with anything Christmas-themed. It's just something that used to be a tradition of mine. I would always play Castlevania Symphony of the Night during my winter break when I was in school just because it was that perfect, fun time game to sit there with some bags of chips, 
Coca-Colas, Pepsis, whatever the, you know, the demon you wanted to drink was. And you just sat there and played this game with its gorgeous visuals, its awesome music, and you knew where everything was, and you could 100% it, and you just go through the motions, go through the rhythms, getting those favorite weapons, you know, hunting for your favorite drops, getting the, uh, God, I can't remember the name of the freaking weapon anymore. It's been years because I switched over to playing Metroid-type games during my Christmas breaks because... I lost the ability to play Symphony of the Night easily, accessibly. You know, obviously I grew up and couldn't just sit at home for two weeks and do nothing. Yeah. So during the Christmas time now, I pick up my DS and I'll play, you know, either Castlevania or uh, Metroid. Lately, it's been the Metroid because Metroid Zero Mission and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. God, amazing. And it's the same deal. Once you know where everything's at and how everything goes... You can get some chips, chill back, get on your little sweater, get all comfy, and just roll. Oh, yeah. So it always brings back that that memory of just having that break and just, hey, you know, I don't got nothing to do, nothing to care about. I'm just living the good life. That's a good one. I like that. I miss it. Now I need to go do it. <laughs> <laughs> now, my next entry is a double pack, so picks three and two are going in here these are both christmas games or christmas related games but they both come with a story now for the very first one you got to think back ages ago before twitter before millennials before youtube youtube oh my god (laughs) and people would come up to me and say matt matt teenager matt what is your favorite christmas movie and i would look at them and unironically say my favorite christmas movie is die hard because it's set during Christmas, it has the world's greatest Christmas song, the best Christmas song that has ever been created in it, Run DMC's Christmas in Hollis. That is a Christmas movie. And then millennials and Twitter came along, and they ruined it, and now people, if you say Die Hard's your favorite Christmas movie, they go, you are not a serious person, and I'm blocking you from Twitter, and we're not friends anymore. But because Die Hard is actually and has always been my favorite Christmas movie, my next Christmas game is Die Hard Trilogy on the PlayStation 1 because it has, uh, Die Hard 1, uh, Die Hard 2, also set during Christmas. And I mean Die Hard with a Vengeance is there as well, but that's in the summertime, but we're not going to worry about that. So you got two-thirds of a great Christmas game right in there. Die Hard 1 in that game, nice, cool third-person action game. Die Hard 2, light gun shooter, love those. Die Hard with a Vengeance is kind of a weird driving game, but it's also fun. So there's one Christmas game. Now, the next Christmas game does come with another story. And this one, you got to cast your minds back to like four days ago. Oh, wow. (laughs) That's real far, man. I don't know if I can do it. Because every year or two, I like to go on YouTube and I like to find a playthrough of Snatcher for the uh, Sega CD. And I like to watch that and just get immersed in that cyberpunk world, you know, living in that, oh, man, replicants are kind of taking over. You got to find out who's a replicant. You got to track them down. You got to shoot them, you know, a mix between like Blade Runner, Invasion of the Body Snatchers, and Terminator. Really cool game, really awesome game. So I was watching that, like I said, three or four days ago. And I'm like, mm, do, 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 do. And, you know, the music's really dark and atmospheric. And then they went to Alton Plaza. And what happens? A nice, like, jazzy, Jingle Bell-style remix starts coming on. And I'm like, oh, yeah, this game is set during the holidays. And it's just the whole time they're in the plaza, you know, talking to different people, investigating different things. I'm just sitting back. I'm just grooving. I'm like, oh, it's so jazzy and funky. And it's got that, you know, Sega sound to it. And it just put me in the holiday spirit for that whole time they were in Alton Plaza in the game. And I was like, damn, this is a good Christmas game. Because A... It is actually Christmas. You hear Christmas music. And B, 
It's a fantastic game. So Die Hard Trilogy for the PlayStation 1, Snatcher for the Sega CD, boom, two awesome Christmas games. There you go. God, what a strange one. Snatcher for the Sega CD. <laughs> Holy mackerels, what kind of weird world you live in. <laughs> it's a Kojima game, man, I'm telling you. And this one I don't think even goes all that far off the deep end. It's it's pretty standard, you know. Mm-hmm. I might have to check that out because I have not seen anything on that. Oh, it's a good game. Awesome. Well, you know, this one obviously had to come up, and it's something we've done for I don't know how many years now, but it's been quite a few. Oh, yeah. And that's Borderlands 2 Christmas time. And, of course, when I say that, y'all know what I mean. Oh, yeah. We're talking about, we're talking about, oh, my God, what's this? I'm going to look it up because I want to sound stupid now. Oh, how Marcus saved Mercenary Day. Yeah, it's it. Ha. You know, hey, you can't blame me. I never look at the titles of these things. We just play it every year. You just we say, just, you just, hey, we get in. Take us to the Christmas DLC, yeah, Matt. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Go to the Christmas DLC. All right, let's roll. <laughs> it is by far probably one of the coolest ones because of the snowman you fight. And then, of course, the train coming in with all the loot. It's the most rewarding one as well because there's always a chance at awesome legendaries that we never get. Yes. Because that's part of the Christmas tradition. We get our hopes up. We get our dreams going. We go to the Christmas tree. We go and open the loots, and there's never anything there for us. And even after we beat the big snowman and the Christmas train comes in, it's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is guaranteed legendaries in our faces. I uh, got some blues and a purple. No, never. We never get anything. It's every year. Every year we do it, mm. and every year we get absolutely nothing. Yep. It is the best, and I love it because it's just proof year after year of the luck we have, mm-hmm. and it just keeps the keeps it all just rolling and smooth. It's awesome. The aesthetics around the whole entire thing are great. The uh, frozen what's-his-face in the beginning. Not frozen. He does the song. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the little oh. psycho dude. Yeah, the little psycho dude. Oh, uh-huh. man. It's just such a just a. I love that part, and every time we get close to it, I'm like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta take a drink, gotta mm-hmm. take a drink for this. Get ready, you ready, you ready? All right, here we go. Gotta drink and, and listen to the song. Yes, it's the best part. I love it. Every year we do it. I'm gonna do it this year, some point in time here in the next week. Cause gosh bless, man, Christmas is right around the freaking corner. Yeah, jeez. Holy cow, it's going too fast. But that one is on our list. I know you partake in it as well with oh, yeah. me. So, fantastic good times. I love it. Hopefully we can keep doing it until Borderlands 3, you know, has its own Christmas DLC. Absolutely. And last but not least on my list, it's another Christmas DLC, and it also has the title framing of How the Blank Saved Christmas. It's How the Saints Save Christmas from Saints Row 4. I mean, I love the Borderlands 2 Christmas DLC, but this is absolutely the best Christmas DLC I have ever played in a game. It's all about, well, if you know the story of Saints Row 4, the Earth gets blown up, a lot of people are put into a simulation, they're, you know, sitting in pods, kind of like the Matrix style. And it comes to the saint's attention that Santa has been captured. He's in there, too. And the leader of the saints is like, who's Santa? What are you talking about? What's Christmas? Oh, man, it's, it's all about this, this, this. Don't be a Grinch. What does that even mean? F*** that. F*** Santa, he even says. And they're like, oh, 
you can't say that about Santa. And then as it's starting to get a little cheesy and kind of dorky, then like, oh, from the future comes Shondi with like a half Terminator face and she's missing an arm. And she's like, oh, you have to go and save Santa or else the Christmas wars are coming next year. Santa's been replaced by an evil robot Santa that just kills everybody, kind of like the Futurama-style Santa. You know how it is. Yeah, of course. But then it's your job to go into the simulation to save Santa from this robot Santa that's being created. It's all kinds of just Christmas references, Christmas memes. You get Christmas activities. Like, at one point, you get to fly around in Santa's sleigh, flying by the good houses and dropping presents on them, flying by the bad houses, shooting them with coal and blowing them up. And then to your point earlier of, hey, wish you happy Christmas, happy Hanukkah, happy Kwanzaa, happy anything. That's how this this DLC concludes. You're fighting the evil Santa, and you got to bring his power down by cheering up everyone else in the city. So you got to go light up the big Christmas tree. You got to go light all the menorah candles. You got to go perform your feats of strength around the Festivus pole. It's just it's it's all the Christmas, all the holiday stuff. It's just fantastic. And at the end, you get a great montage of the saints and the boss just doing all kinds of fun Christmas activities. You get a shot of the snowman from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer wearing a sweatshirt that has now I have a machine gun ho 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 the diehard reference on it you get just Christmas references all up the wazoo with this I play it every year I have a blast every year I love it How the Saints Save Christmas for Saints Row 4 my favorite holiday game my favorite holiday DLC of all time there we go boom awesome man that sounds like a good one I never got into the Saints Row so I missed that darn boat that's mm-hmm. all right, cause I, you know, I've got another boat that I'm on, okay, That's right. and it's called World of Warcraft. All right, oh, and yep. in World of Warcraft, they do Christmas every year. Now, this one is one I overlook all the time because it's just a natural part of who I am. Mm-hmm. Is playing World of Warcraft and getting in there and doing all the holiday seasons, but every year on Christmas Day, the gifts all appear around, you know, Iron Forge, Orgrimmar, whatever you are, Horde Alliance. And you can go get your presents. And every year, Blizzard provides all sorts of cool little gizmos and gadgets and fun little trinkets and this and that for the players to get from their Christmas presents. So every year, forever now, I've always done that. Christmas morning, I go there. You know, you get your Santa, get Santa Claus's cookies and milk, come under the tree, get your gifts, open them up. Ray, you know, some, like, some years, it's like a little flying drone-looking thing. Some years, it's a race car. Some years, it's a beat-em-up robots. And then you just play with all the other players, and you nice. fight each other with your robots. You race your cars against one another. And basically, everybody in the chat's either saying happy holidays or go F yourself. You know you know how trade <laughs> chat is. <It's> yep. <laughs> <laughs> but that one's, I always overlook that one just because I've done it for like 12 years now. Mm. But that is another tradition. I, I'm always there. I've never missed a year in my entire 12 years of playing, and I won't be missing this year either. There you go. So Perfect. there you go. A little added bonus. But of course, tonight, I promised something. I promised the story. Another story of the five stars and the stars in general, Matt. Mm-hmm. And I think people need to know what I found out through my travels. <laughs> so I'm going to tell a tale. <laughs> uh, you ready, Matt? No, I'm, I'm so, going to preemptively ask, when you're in the mountains, was it all snowy and Christmassy like like it is outside? It was indeed. It was indeed. Perfect. Gosh, bless. So as you know, Matt, I traveled to Bangladesh recently. You know, as I do, I travel around the world. I was, a, I was on a pilgrimage. And you guys know, I've been searching and seeking for a long time now. And I found out some hard truths and some soft truths about how the stars work 
and these five star ratings and <laughs> iTunes. It's just, it's all crazy. And this story is no less crazy. Okay. So I get to the mountain, the base, and I've heard tales, Matt. I've heard tales before of these weird, strange men patrolling mountains. Not just the mountains in Bangladesh, but mountains across the entire land, all across the world. Hmm. But I'd heard a story. It was fresh. And they'd seen him just recently. So I thought maybe this was my best chance. So, of course, I swooped in. I bought tickets. I flew on over there. I got to the base of the mountain, and I camped out. And like you said, it's it's cold. It's chilly. And as the snow's frosty, the stars are out. It's a beautiful sight. And I stayed down at the base of that mountain for days, hoping to get a glimpse of this strange man, this hermit, if you will. I saw nothing. Saw nothing. But in the sky... Every night, I saw what I thought was shooting stars. But it was strange because they were going in the opposite direction. Mm. And I thought, surely there's tricks being played. Something's happening here. It doesn't make sense. But they came and they went so fast. I thought, well, you know, who knows what it could be. I don't know. But obviously, the hermit wasn't showing up. So I packed my gear back up. I got my little pop-up tent pulled back down. I said, I got to climb this damn mountain. I'm going to do it. I'm going up. I'm going to get to the top. And I started trekking up this mountain. Now, I have basic skills in rappelling, mountain climbing, all these good of things. Of course. I, I can do these things. Not great, but I can do them. <laughs> so it took me days. I'm climbing this mountain, and there's nowhere to sleep most of the times. There's little ledges, and I swear if I tooted the wrong way, I could fall off these things. But I kept trekking, man. I kept trekking up this mountain. And every night, I would sit and wait and hope that this hermit would come out, appear to me in some way, shape, or form. Well... On the third night, Matt, sitting there on a ledge, wondering if I should give up. Just wondering if it just wasn't in the cards to find out how these stars were created for our, our wonderful programs out there in the mm-hmm. world. I heard a... And I look over. And sure enough, strangest thing ever happened to me was a trail appeared. And it was just a well-worn path, just meandering on up, down the mountain, and up the mountain. It wasn't there before. And on this path was an old hermit, just kicking rocks off the way, sweeping around while he walked, cleaning this path, tending to the tending to mm-hmm. it. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? So, of course, I get up and I say, hey, excuse me. And he says, ah, oh, yes, I figured I'd show myself to you. And I said, what do you mean? He says, well, you didn't see me a moment before, did you? I said, of course I didn't. He says, yeah, you weren't supposed to. I only allowed you to because I see you're really trying very hard to find a truth. I said, well, that I am. He says, well, I can show you the truth. Follow me. So you know what I did? I followed him, man. I got behind this old hermit. Up the mountain we traveled, this path, just clear as day to me now. Just a perfectly smooth path. Almost as if it was meant to be found and meant to be followed. Mm -hmm. And as I'm thinking this, he says, you're right. And I said, what do you mean I'm right? What are you talking about? He says, yeah, this path is meant to be found and followed, but only by the lost, Eric, only by the forgotten. And I'm like, well, what the, what's that even mean? He says, you'll see. So I followed him on up. Seemed like just minutes, but it had to have been days because it takes forever to get to a top of the mountain. You can't just magically get there. Mm-hmm. But minutes later, it seemed we were at the top. And he goes over to the side, and he sits down, and he says, come, come, out of the way. 
So I move on over there with him. I sit down. And it wasn't but a few minutes gone by. And he says, here, here comes one. And it was a boy about nine years old. Looks like he's been just beaten to death. Looks like he hasn't had food in weeks. Nobody loves this poor child. And he's meandering up this trail, just looking sad and lost. And he gets to the peak of the mountain. And he looks into the sky. And all of a sudden, he starts to glow. And over his face, a <laughs> smile appears. Of just a feeling of peace emanates from this glow he's putting out. And he starts to rise into the sky right before my eyes. And all of a sudden, he just shoots up. And he turns into a bright star. And he flickers out into a, a weird digital shape. And it makes sense now. Wow. It's making sense. And the old man's just looking at me and looks back. And not two minutes after that, an old frail man, looked like he's been homeless for 75 years plus, just comes with his little cane, just meandering up. And he does the same exact thing. Finds peace in this light and then just rises and rises and shoots and turns into a digital star. And then I go... It's beautiful. And he says, yes, Eric. Not all the stars are from lost, evil souls and those who failed. Some stars are from just the forgotten, the ones who want peace, want to be loved. And we all love five stars. We all love the stars. And they're <laughs> becoming a thing that we love because they weren't a thing that we loved before. They were the lost. They were the forgotten. All the children on the milk cartons, all the old hobos you see constantly in the forest and with signs on the streets, <laughs> they all go and become lost stars, which then feed the podcasters and streamers with happiness and care because we crave those stars. Okay? <laughs> and he says, now that you understand this, I want you to know this is not it. As you should know, there are many more stars, many more ways to make stars this is but one more way to make stars, and it makes sense because there's billions of five stars out there. There's got to be, <laughs> and I'm going to find them, Matt. <laughs> so the moral of the story is I shouldn't be giving any money to those hobos on the street so I can no, get more five stars. to become a star sooner. <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> so there you go. That's what I found out. And the rest of the trip was uneventful. I traveled back down the mountain. The hermit, he never came with mm -hmm. me. He stayed there, and I left. And I'm sure he's still there to this day. If you want to go to Bangladesh and check out those mountains and try to find them, hey, feel free to. But I don't know if he'll appear to you. You got to really want it. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> oh. uh, beautiful. There we go. Another fantastic tale. Told you. It was a long trip, man. It was a long trip. <laughs> but it was worth it. We now know more about these stars, and that's why it's so important that you guys hand them out because these lost men and women, these forgotten children, they need to be loved. They want to be happy. They want to provide happiness to people. And by giving us those stars, that's exactly what you're doing. You're making them happy. So you're not only helping us, you're helping them. I like it. That's good. I don't yeah. have any better way to close it. I, that, that's nope. about it. That's <laughs> even doing a plug just sounds phony at this point. So nope, all I'm just gonna say is, today. hey, happy holidays and don't, don't forget, forget to, to save. save.
Ho, 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 ho.